Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Welcome to Being Green. I'm Glynis Crook. Brazil is home to 60% of the Amazon, the world's largest tropical forest, believed to play a critical role in global climate regulation. Often referred to as the lungs of the earth, it produces between 6 and 9% of the world's total oxygen and for a long time also functioned as a carbon sink. Sadly, that role is in doubt now as large-scale deforestation has reduced its ability to absorb the pollutant carbon dioxide. In Brazil, this has been accelerated under former President Jair Bolsonaro, where it hit record levels. The good news, however, is that the newly installed president, Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva, has promised to end deforestation and make Brazil a green superpower. And he named environmentalist Marina Silva as the Minister of Environment. Well, I'm joined now from the UK by Dr. Erica Berenger, who's a forest ecologist at the University of Oxford and Lancaster, and who has a special interest in the Amazon. Erica, welcome back to Being Green. Let's start by speaking about Marina de Silva. She grew up in the Amazon, I believe, so she's presumably been an activist for a long time. Yeah, she did. She grew up in Amazon in a state that is very far remote. She's been an activist for a long time. And actually, she was an activist together with Chico Mendes, which was the person in Brazil that launched the environmental movement within the country and also to outside of Brazil about the importance of the Amazon and especially the importance of Amazonian people. And that's her, Marina Silva Danau is in charge of the Ministry of Environment. So it's really good news for the for the world. Now, she's only been in office for a few weeks, but I believe that she said in an interview earlier this week that the situation there was far worse than expected. Yes. What data has shown is that during um, this stint as a president from um, Jair Bolsonaro, we have seen a near-on-year increase in deforestation rates going to record highs since the early 2000s. So she has a really hard task in her hand to decrease those deforestation rates to rates that we used to see before Jair Bolsonaro took office. What was concerning was that I noted that Bolsonaro, in the so-called arc of deforestation area, which accounts for about 75% of deforestation in the Amazon, that lots of people actually voted for him, uh, an extraordinary amount. I believe that, I mean, that just seems really weird. It is, but actually makes sense. I myself vote from within the arc of deforestation. I'm Brazilian. I vote from there. And I could see what was the, how can I say, the atmosphere, how people felt towards the elections. And Bolsonaro has a very anti-environment rhetoric and also his practice. During his past four years, he has systematically made environmental legislation weaker and flexibilize um, a lot of the environmental regulations. So in the arc of deforestation, where environmental crime is rampant, people are actually quite happy with him as a president because they could go with the environmental crimes, and by that I mean deforestation, going completely without punishment. So that explains why he was so highly seen in those regions, including where I work and where I vote from. So basically these are landowners, loggers, illegal miners, but studies have found that the deforestation ultimately leads to more poverty. There's kind of a boom-bust cycle. So to get sustainable development for the people, 
in the Amazonia, what should Silva and her team be focusing on? I'm really glad you had this question because often people say, well, but people are deforesting to have a better life. Well, deforestation has been part of the Brazilian government program since the 70s. And so far in 50 years, we've seen an increase in deforestation, but also an increase in land concentration. So the wealth stays in the hands of very few people. And unfortunately, the Amazon is the poorest part of the country. So you are absolutely right. We need a new paradigm, how we can have the forest standing in a healthy manner, the rivers flowing without hydro dams, but also them being ecologically healthy and the people have good quality of life. And there's a lot of ways forward that we need to be creative. And I think Marina is going to work quite close with academia, with people like myself and others in terms of bioeconomy. So how we can produce wealth from the forest and with the people from the forest. And that's the key thing here. We cannot have all these great ideas coming from the outside. We need to co-develop new development paradigms for the Amazon with the people from the Amazon. But I imagine, lastly, that she's going to be facing huge challenges from people like the illegal miners and the landowners. Oh, she will, certainly. But Marina faced that. She was, during the previous Lula government, she was the environmental minister for many years, and she was able to bring deforestation down by 80%. So I'm quite confident in her ability to put in practice, again, those programs that were very successful in the early 2000s in reducing deforestation. Yes, there will be backlash. Yes, it won't be an easy, cheap a quick task, but I'm pretty sure she's the most qualified person in Brazil to do it. Well, here's hoping because it'll obviously benefit not only the people of Amazonia, Brazil, but also us elsewhere in the world. Thanks there to forest ecologist Dr. Erica Beringer. And that's it for this week on Being Green. Till next time from me, Glynis Crook. Take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. FMR.